welcome back. We're going to continue our conversation on leaving it behind. We are so glad you're here with us under the fig tree. We finally released lots because a relationship had to be built. And then when relationship is built, you realize he's all I got anyway. Yeah. He, he was all I ever had and he's all I got. So I'm going to choose to have faith in him and leave those things behind. No, and that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Even Lot, like you said, he had to release Lot. Mm-hmm. At some point, him and Lot had to part ways. Right, right. You know, so there was no strife between them. You know, they had yeah. to part ways. Just looking at this, man, it's, it's just so many places where we're going to see in the Bible where people just had to leave, you know, leave things behind. Abram, again, that's one. Moses was one. I'm trying to remember, oh, man, David. Yeah. David is one of my favorites. Like, What did David have to leave behind? What did David have to leave by? Well, you remember David's son got sick. Yeah. And he was fasting for his son. Mm-hmm. No parent should ever have to go through that pain of losing a child. Yeah. You know, and David lost his son. Yeah. And when David lost his son, he washed his face. He got up, he got him something to eat. Yep. And that pain, he had to leave right there. Yeah, to leave right there. And and listen, we're not making light of pain. No. And we're not making light of hard situations at at all. all. Not at all. Um, And we're not saying you walk away in 30 seconds or a day or or whatever. Not at all. But eventually at at some point, the Lord desires you to move past the pain and into him, into his presence, into his loving arms for comfort and healing. And that's what we're saying. And David had to do that. He understood who God was. Yep. He understood the consequences of of his sin in, in this story with Uzziah and, and, and killing him and, and taking his wife. But when the decision was made, when his son passed, he understood that I have to, I have to move on in God. And he did. He, his relationship didn't wane yeah. because of the loss of his son. And, you know, that is something that, when you walk through it, you just have to, it's, it's a God thing. Sure. It's, it's the power of God that walks you through that. I want to back up one. Yeah, let's go. I want to talk about Ruth <laughs> a little bit because Ruth, because Ruth really had a choice in the matter of leaving something behind. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where a lot of us fall in the body of Christ where we could choose to leave some things behind. Ruth, um, if anyone knows the story of Ruth, was a Moabitess who had married into a Hebrew family. Naomi was her mother-in-law. Her her husband died. Ruth's husband died. Naomi's husband died. There was another daughter-in-law. Her husband died as well. Mm-hmm. And so Ruth said, hey, I'm going back to my country. You two daughter-in-laws, go back to your country. Go start a life. Yeah. Go, go back to your countrymen. You're widows. You can get married. You're young. Go start your life. So first they cling to her. No, no, we're going to stay. Naomi insists. One leaves. Ruth stays. Yeah. And that was a choice to leave behind her heritage and everything. She said, your God will be my God. She made a choice for Christ. And many of us who are listening to this may be saved. If you're not, you have an opportunity right now to receive Christ as your Savior in your heart Choose him because you will not miss out. You're going to gain. Best decision you can ever make. Best decision you'll ever make. You will gain everything. And Ruth chose to leave something behind. There may be times in your life where God is maybe not saying, leave this behind, leave that behind. But it's a choice to go deeper, to go higher, 
to spend more time. Those things, those weights that so easily beset you, yeah, you have to set them aside and leave them behind. So there's things that we have to leave behind, and I, I like to use that term, we have to leave behind. Then there's some things we get to leave behind, right? So in, in the story of Ruth, there was something she got to leave behind. She she could have gone her way, you know, but she chose, hey, look, I'm I'm going to rock out with you guys, you know, and this God that you serve. The Nazarites mm. were that way. Yeah. So when you look at the Nazarite oath, and I don't have the oath in front of me, I'm just off the top of my head, couldn't touch any dead animals or dead bodies. Uh, you couldn't cut your hair. I'm trying to remember that. Drink wine. You couldn't drink. Uh, strong drink. Any strong drink or the fruit of the vine. Or the fruit of the vine. <laughs> You couldn't do those things. Now, here's the thing, I, I, and I won't go into all of the details, but let's let's think about this. Drinking from the fruit of the vine, is that in and of itself sinful? No. No. Cutting your hair, is that sinful? No. No. Uh, touching a dead body, is that sinful? No. No, no. Somebody had to, I mean, or else you just had dead bodies up. rotting all over the place. You know, somebody had to care for dead bodies, right? Yeah. So there's nothing sinful about drinking from the vine, right? Right. Nothing sinful about cutting your hair. No. Uh, nothing sinful about handling dead bodies because somebody's got to handle dead bodies and right. get them out of the street, right? Right. And uh, I can't even remember the fourth one I said. Um, but these things were not sinful in and of themselves, right? Right. But you had people who vowed to stay away from these things. Why? Not because of sin, obviously, but because they made a concerted effort to go out of their way to look more like a, a, a man of God, mm-hmm. to become closer to God. Mm-hmm. So the picture that we see here, and this will translate into today's society, there are some things that you can get involved in that will not necessarily be sinful, but they could keep you from looking like the one that you serve. Right. Okay. Paul says this, he says, all things are lawful, Mm -hmm. but not all things are expedient to me. Mm -hmm. Right. This is what he says. And typically we stop there, but you have to look at what Paul says right after that. He says, but I will not be brought under bondage of any of them. Right. So there are some things that are lawful. They're not sinful. They're lawful to you. Right. But they still bring bondage. Mm -hmm. And so you have a group of people that leave these things behind, these Nazarites. They leave these things behind. They don't want to be brought into the bondage of stuff. Yeah. And they want to look more like the one that they serve. They want to look different. And Well, it's a sanctification. It absolutely is. And and that's what sanctification costs you. It's a left behind. Maybe God is calling you to sanctify and not watch as much TV or social media. Could be. You have to leave that behind. And, and, and leave behind the pressure societal norms, yeah. you know, that come with that. Because you're not on Facebook. Like, I messaged you on Facebook. You didn't get that? Well, I haven't been on Facebook for three months. And, oh, well, you know, then you feel pressure because you're missing out on stuff. And yeah. you miss invitations. And, you know, or, or somebody messaged you and it was pretty important. And you're like, man, should I get on Facebook? <laughs> you know, should I get yeah, back yeah. on social media? I mean, I've dealt with that. So, you know, it's. You, when you're leaving behind things for the glory of God, you will get him. And there is no better gift than him. And 
there are some things that we choose to leave behind. That's right. And that doesn't mean that it was sinful or bad in and of itself. It just means that for you, you know that you want more of God and this thing may cause a hindrance in your pursuit. So parents out there, we're coming around that time of year, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not, I'm not going to stand on this long. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but we're coming uh, uh, against that time of year where you see all the stories and all the teachings and stuff like that about certain celebrations, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. And I'll say this, I will leave it alone. It is going to be very difficult for you to teach your children to come out from among the people and be separate when you include them in everything. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And it's something to ponder. It is something to ponder. Just certain things we're not supposed to be involved in. Yeah. And you get to leave that behind too. Yeah. Right. So like you said, with the societal pressures, you, mm-hmm. you, you guys don't do that. Everybody does that. We're not everybody. We're not everybody. And, we're called and, to be peculiar. We're called to stand out and listen, there'll be things that your brother and sister in Christ can do mm-hmm. and get away with. Mm-hmm. To a degree. To a degree. But you will not be able to do. You know, I am very <laughs> sensitive to movies. Yeah. There's a lot of PG-13 movies Can't that see I cannot watch. But other people can indulge. They can go have a good time, still come and, you know, be with God and be. I cannot judge them. I cannot look at them. At, at one point in time, it used to bother me. I'm like, well, why can they do it and why can't I do it? Is something wrong with me? I thought it was something wrong with me, but I began to understand that that was my, what God was requiring of me, and I don't know what God is requiring of them. It could yeah. be something totally different that God is not requiring of me. Yeah. So I'm looking from the outside in, seeing the one thing they can do that I can't, and I'm falling apart. Yeah. Where, where it could be 10 things that they can't do that I can. <laughs> I don't know that. So I'm saying all that to say there is a walk and a road that God has placed you on. Yeah. There may be things God did not call everybody to come out their country. Only Abraham. That's right. For all we know, he was the only sojourner at the time. I highly doubt that, but he came out <laughs> by himself And he did something different than his entire family line had done. That has got to be a lonely walk at times Mm -hmm. if you allow it to be. So there may be things that you may have to pull away from and leave behind that initially may be a cost to you, may be a lonely walk to you. Nobody else can understand it. Nobody else gets it. But it's for the glory of God. And that can be a form of sanctification and consecration unto the Lord. So I want to encourage you in that. Your life is your life. And if everybody, I have a friend who can't wear earrings. She loves earrings. Thinks they're gorgeous. For her, she can't wear them. Can she wear makeup? Yes. But she can't wear earrings. Because there was something about earrings and her between her and God. Yeah. Listen to this. And I'm glad you brought this up. Mark 10, verse 29. Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, there is no man that has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but he shall receive a hundredfold. Listen to what it says. Now in this world and in the world to come. Amen. 
So there could be a, a, it's quite possible for you to have to leave family behind. Yeah. Right. It could be quite possible. But see, God says you'll receive that back a hundredfold. We most time think, oh, when we get on the glory. He said, no, in this time. Yeah. In this time, you'll receive it. And I've heard, you know, in, in, in the United States, in the country <laughs> we're in, we have not gotten to this level yet. But I know in other countries, mm-hmm. in other religions, that when they choose to go and and serve Christ, they're literally leaving everything, everything behind, behind, their whole family line, and they may not ever see them ever again. And if they don't leave, they will die. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it can be a cost and it can be a mighty cost, but it's always worth it. Always I have not it. seen anyone. I've heard several testimonies of people having to go through that. And I have not seen any person who ever regretted it. Now, did they say in the time that it hurts? Yes. Do they miss family members? Absolutely. They're human. But would they ever go back? They said they would never go back. They wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. You know, so it, there will be things that you have to leave behind by choice. Yeah. And I love it. Amen. This is good stuff. So we talked about some of the things that you have to leave behind, some of the things that you get to leave behind, right? Yeah. The choice that you get to make. Mm-hmm. And, I, and honestly, all of it is by choice. When you truly, it, when truly. When you break it down yeah. to it, you know. All of it's by choice. I think there are some things that we leave behind that we should leave behind, right? So we talk about some of the stuff that's painful to us to leave behind and some of the regret we might have. But then there are some things that you absolutely need to leave behind because it's going to make your life better. Amen. Absolutely make your life better. Jesus said this. He said, it's expedient that I go Mm -hmm. because if I don't go, Mm. You got to remember something. I, I can only be in one place at one time. This is good. But it's expedient that I go because if I don't go, then the comforter can't come. Wow. Now, remember, Jesus had already talked about the comforter before. And he said, I'm going to send another one like me. Mm. He'll be just like me. There's one exception. He'll be able to be in every place all the time. As opposed to one man in one place at a time. Mm. He'll be, he, and he even goes on to say, he'll be in you. Mm-mm-mm. He'll be, he'll live in you. He'll be just like me. He will only testify of me ah. and he'll be in you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, I have to go because if I don't go, this comforter can't come. Mm. So what Jesus leaves us behind. Yes, he did <laughs> because he had to. Yeah. There was still work to be done here in the earth. And it wasn't his job to do the work anymore. Mm. Oh, I need you to catch that. It was not his job to do the work anymore. He had already done the work. Now what he does is he leaves power inside Mm. of us to be his witnesses throughout the whole earth. And so he empowers us by Holy Spirit who lives in us to be witnesses, to bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's good. So there are some things that Jesus even had to leave behind. Yeah. That he loved dearly, which was all of us. Which was us, yeah. Now there's coming a time Woo-hoo. where he's going to come back for us. Yes. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you so that that where I am, there you may also be. Mm-hmm. So he's coming back to get us, but he had to leave us here for a little while. Yeah. And, and, and that's, you know, I say it's okay, but 
it has to be okay because it's what it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But he didn't leave us by ourselves. There are some things it's important to leave behind because if you don't leave it behind, you'll get stuck. Yeah. Okay. So again, there's some things that you absolutely have to leave behind. I personally think regret is one of those things mm. because regret can keep you from fully realizing the potential that God has in you. Yeah. What God has put in you as potential. You, you won't realize that if you live in regret, there's decisions that we've made that led us down certain roads that we didn't want to go. Right? right. And, and glory to God that he brings us back to the path but it doesn't change the fact that you went down those roads. Right. And sometimes we can get stuck in that mentality is I wish I would have done things different. I wish I would have done things different. Yeah. I wish I'd have done things different. And as long as you're stuck there, you're going to have a very difficult time progressing forward. Mm-hmm. Hard to walk forward when you're looking backwards. Right. Right. And you have to just keep that in mind. Very difficult to walk forward when you when you're always looking backwards. You'll run into something. You'll you'll trip over something. You'll bump into something. You'll slow yourself down. Yeah, because you're trying to be too careful. And I think regret is one of those things that we do have to leave behind. Yeah, I, I believe that as well. Um, regret has hindered me in some some areas, you know. And you can't you can't look behind. And that brings me to Philippians three thirteen. It says, "Behold, I count not myself." to have apprehended. So even though you may have thought you could have apprehended, or maybe you did, whatever that thing was, don't count yourself to apprehend it. He says, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, good or bad. You Mm -hmm. may have had great accomplishments. You can't live there. You may have had bad situations. Can't live there. Verse 14, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's right. That is what we have to do, forgetting those things which are behind. You have may have had a glorious time in church two weeks ago. Well, you can't stay there. You can't. <laughs> you got you to gotta go from faith to faith and glory to glory. It's even in things like that that we have to leave those things behind. Can they be testimonies? Absolutely. But you cannot live in old glory. It doesn't work. God is new. He is, he is new. His, what his mercies are new every morning Every morning, and he is ready to encounter you every day. And we know that because he left manna every day. Yeah. So we know that there's a fresh encounter for us every day. You have to leave the encounter of yesterday behind or, and go forward with the encounter that he has for you today. You can build upon it. You know, so press towards that goal for the prize of high calling is is how he used to say it in King James in Jesus Christ. And what I love is verse 15. I'm going to throw this in here because I love it. Therefore, let us as many as are mature have this mind. Maturity has the mind. That's right. To leave things behind. Mm -hmm. And then here's the mercy of God. If in anything you think otherwise. God will reveal even this to you. Isn't that merciful? Because if you have a contrary thinking in any of those areas that will cause you to remain stagnant, God's going to reveal it to you. Why? So you can press forward towards the prize. There's a prize ahead. It's Jesus Christ. Forgetting those things that are behind, move forward to what lies ahead. Absolutely love it. And for you folks, in closing, we'll say this. And I love this passage. And I think it's very appropriate 
to follow after what you just read. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, mm. he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Wow. Why are we chasing after the old things if Leave they've already behind. passed away? Leave them behind. You know? And behold, all things have become new. Yes. We have to start looking forward. We can't keep looking behind us. Uh, what God has for you is not in the past. No. What God has for you is future tense. Yep. Right? And what ties us to that is our faith. Amen. So I'm Troy. And I'm Tisha. And we thank you so much for spending time with us here under, under the, the fig tree. tree.